Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice in classical music, and I want to welcome you to this very special show, The Artist Spotlight. This special show is to highlight a very special trend-setting orchestra in the Washington, D.C. area. Now, as you know, sometimes when you go to classical music concerts, some people can be turned off because it's not a fresh or new idea being presented. But now is the time for such an ensemble to come and and to just revitalize and reinvigorate the interest in classical music. Now, the new orchestra of Washington is celebrating its inaugural season with its first concert on this Sunday, September 30th. And here to talk to us about this wonderful, exciting new ensemble are the co-founders, Grace Cho and her husband, Alejandro Hernandez Valdez. We are also joined by one of NOW's charter members, Sharon Smith. Welcome to all of you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's start with Grace. Grace, tell us just a little bit about the vision of NOW, the new orchestra of Washington. What made you all uh, reach out in this way to kind of, you know, kind of form this new trendy new orchestra? Well, um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having us on this uh, radio show. I'm so excited to be talking about our orchestra with you, Patrick. Um, <laughs> he's a premier music critic, and it's such an honor for us to present our ideas through you. So thank you so much for um, having us and everyone for uh, tuning in to listen to us. Um, you know, there are a lot of new groups in everywhere these days, and everybody is trying to do something new. So what is new and what is um, special about our group? I I think what we're presenting is the combination of things. It's about the diversity of repertoire we're bringing in. And it's about the quality of the performers and those repertoire being presented. Um, and, and the concert... Each concert is presented with a certain theme. So when we bring in this diversity or uh, different genres of pieces together, uh, we still have a very clear direction. There is always a story unfolding in every um, a program we present. I think the combination of all these things together make our um, NOW's concert experience very unique. Mm. Now, this concert is very celebratory nature in nature. It's themed a toast to season one. It is the inaugural uh, concert of your first season, even though you all have performed several concerts uh, prior to this concert. I was honored uh, to be at Evermade Mansion, and this is where I heard uh, Cherim for the first time. Cherim Smith, welcome to you, this fine violinist on this phone today. Well, thank you, Patrick. It's nice to be on the air. Now, what what really um, inspires you about this new ensemble as opposed to any other orchestra that you may have been in before? Um, I think one of the, the key points about the new orchestra of Washington that I as a player, well, we all are players, but that mm-hmm. I really appreciate is that um, we're surrounded by people that are just really positive and wonderful musicians, and we actually all really get along, and it's, um, it's a, a collective effort. Um, there's you know, a, a, a group of us that 
have sat and thought about these programs and thought about pieces, not only that we thought the public would enjoy, but also us as players and friends would enjoy playing with each other. Um, and I think that really comes out um, in our performances. We've had, you know, people come up to us and telling us, you know, I loved the music, but the best thing was I just loved watching all of you having fun together on stage. And I think audience members really want to become a part of that. Um, and for me, it's just amazing to be playing with such positive, wonderful, talented musicians. Um, and I feel very lucky that we found this group and that we work as well as we do together as a group. It, that certainly uh, harkens back to Grace's first statement that she made about diversity. And I want to tell you, when I uh, saw you all for the first time, it just really did my heart good to see uh, different players from different backgrounds. And you all, even though you have different backgrounds, it was like a united uh, effort, a consorted effort for the sake of the beauty of the music. And I truly appreciated that. And I want to thank you all publicly for that. Oh, thank That's you. That's very nice. Yeah, I it's it's a wonderful experience um, on stage and off, so <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> now, is Alejandro with us today? Yes, sir. I'm oh. happy to be here. Maestro, so glad that you are here. I know that that we we've had a chance to to unpack this orchestra several times, but since since the 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 other maestro, the other half is, is with us, talk to us a little bit. I mentioned the fact that the concert is going to be celebratory in nature. Um, just for the listeners, could you maybe speak about what will one hear at Sunday's concert? Okay, well, uh, hello everyone uh, to begin with. Uh, but uh, the the concert that we're putting together. Um, has, uh, as Grace was talking about, and also Cherim, a lot of diversity. The idea behind the concert is food and music. Um, we are trying to draw a parallel between the two, and we think, we, we strongly believe that, that food is uh, very similar to music. There are diverse tastes, and uh, we are going to get those people with a very, very a uh, different experience as concert goes in our in our in our concert. So we want to make sure that everybody enjoys what we're presenting. Um most of the performers excuse me, most of the composers that we're presenting for this concert are still alive. Um a couple of them are not and that's Francis Poulenc and Bohuslav Martinou. Uh we're presenting a couple of pieces by them that are just um, really fun and and very Refreshing to hear. You don't hear them very often. Um, the Polanc specifically is the sonata for clarinet and bassoon. And Martineau, we're doing a piece called La Revue de Cousine, which is a um, jazzy, Stravinsky-like neoclassical work that is really, really fun. Um, there will be fanfares because this is an inaugural concert. We have a couple of fanfares by uh, living composers, Peter, Peter Maxwell Davis, one of them. And uh, we also have a real fun surprise. Um, it's a piece by Paul Schoenfeld. Uh, it's called Cafe Music. And um, it's the kind of piece that from the first note to the last note you're going to enjoy. It's, it's, it's fun. It's virtuosic. It's uh, very jazzy. Um, also very beautiful at times. So you will be able to enjoy that as well. Oh, that sounds fascinating. And when you said the part of and drink. I just got excited immediately. So, <laughs> so a welcome, parallel. With... 
Now, you all have a guest with the fanfares. You all have a guest uh, ensemble from James Madison University, correct? Yes. We have uh, uh, two um, trumpet professors and uh, the five of the trumpet studio, five students. Oh, my so uh, we have a total of seven trumpet players in the fanfare for us. So it's going to be a, a great experience. That sounds wonderful. Now, Grace and um, Alejandro, you can correct me um, if I'm wrong, but both of you all have very strong, solid uh, piano experience, especially Grace. I remember um, your time at the Washington Chorus, and I want to talk a, a little bit about both of your uh, past experiences in a moment. But Grace, I remember that you when you played, uh, I forgot the, the exact piece that you played with Julian Walker at the Kennedy Center, but you really brought down the house. And then I know that Alejandro, you played too. Um, how do you all incorporate uh, the piano at some of these concerts that are coming up? Um. I think for me, you know, as a pianist, I am the player of the ensemble, and um, it's you are we are we are always right in the middle of the rehearsal, you know, <laughs> as a pianist who loves chamber music, working with violinists, clarinetists, trumpetists, everything is very natural for us. Mm. Um, so I think it's that experience um, that's uh, very helpful. Um, and of course, you know, as a pianist who worked with uh, uh, a big organization like the Washington Chorus and the Choral Arts Society of Washington um, for Alejandro, um, is that we were exposed to um, orchestral repertoire. Mm. And that also helps to see the whole um, the vision of the orchestra of uh, for this specific organization. So... Um, yeah, that's that's sort of my experience. I don't know about Alejandro. Well, I'm a pianist. My, my training is both as a pianist and, a, and as a conductor. Um, but my, my degrees really are in piano performance, and I've been doing that for a long time. And uh, like Grace, I work with a lot of people. Um, since I was very young, one of my passions was simply to work with other people. And that's one of the reasons I went into conducting, as a matter of fact. I wanted to work with with larger ensembles and, and a diverse amount of uh, uh, personalities and talents. So uh, that's that's one of the things that, that made me go into that route. Um, as far as chamber music is concerned, I've done it all along. Um, Grace and I, both of us, have played with the members of the New Orchestra of Washington many times. Um, I have also had the privilege to conduct uh, many of these people in these wonderful people in the in in choir concerts in orchestral concerts in in all kinds of things so so we have a very nice working relationship and it's very nice to bring it all together and and be together in this one organization that's fascinating, and like you said, to have worked with uh, the core art side of Washington and, and then the Washington Chorus uh, with you, Grace, you all can bring all those things by observing that, you know, all these years, and now you have your own baby, so to speak. Yeah, that's Yeah, we, uh, Grace was with the Washington Chorus for two years. Um, mm -hmm. I was with the Core Art Society for two years, and we decided to make a move and do something, uh, kind of put our collective experiences together and do something uh, that would be, uh, a challenge and at the same time um, exciting for us. And also, um, we were with these two amazing groups and amazing um, leaders and staff and uh, working uh, uh, in those organizations just taught us so much 
particularly working me uh, personally work, working with Julian Wagner, um, the conductor of the Washington Chorus, and Diane Peterson, the executive director of the Washington Chorus. And pr same for Alejandro, who has worked with um, Maestro Norman Scribner and um, Deborah Kraft, the executive director of the Choral Arts Society of Washington. And the lessons we've learned from these successful uh, organizations just it's priceless. So you you can't you can't learn it anywhere else. So we're very very lucky and uh, privileged to ha put together these experiences um, for our baby. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited for both of you, and I want to get back to um, to Charon because I still can't get over how impressed I was when I heard you play at. Um, at uh, Evermay Mansion, and I wanted just to ask you, um, before maybe coming to this area, could you maybe talk about maybe some of your other solo experiences, because you certainly have a wonderful gift. Oh, thank you, Patrick. Um, sure, I actually moved to the D.C. area about five and a half years ago. Um, I was living in New York City uh, for seven years before that, um, and was getting to play, you know, with wonderful groups um, in New York. Uh, I also was playing and currently do play in, in other orchestras around around town. And, you know, while those are wonderful groups and wonderful organizations, it's always kind of nice for musicians to um, work on a slightly smaller scale because, as you know, orchestras are quite large. And, you know, that's a whole other type of playing, um, orchestral playing. Um, and it's wonderful in its own way. Um, but this is a, a great opportunity for us uh, with New Orchestra of Washington to still have that orchestral feel but also bring in the chamber music aspect of it as opposed to having, you know, 80 people on stage. We now have, you know, 10 at, you know, 10, maybe 4, maybe 12. And so it's always a different dynamic to do both of those things. Um, and I think most of us in the group have had that large orchestral experience and, and it's always nice to kind of scale it down um, and to kind of get more to the to the bone of the music um, when it's a smaller group of people. But you all know what I really enjoyed, uh, especially when I heard you all for the first time. You know, sometimes it's talk about the big orchestra, and I hope I don't get myself in trouble, but just what well, not just orchestra, let's just say a big ensemble. Sometimes if you're an individual player, you can hide in a large ensemble. And one thing I loved when you all had ever made mention, I felt like that each player could stand on its own Two feet. You know, if you all had to walk up there one by one and there was no piano or if it was just a piano by itself or if it was a cello, I felt like each player was just a solid virtuoso. And as I watched you all, even though you all had solo qualities, you still had unity. There was no ego. You know, it was just such unity. And I just really appreciated that quality, yet it was still, you know, in the pocket as far as, you know, ego and just being just a real humbleness about the performance. Oh, yeah, and that's part of chamber music. You know, it's it's working in small groups um, and really checking your ego at the door, you know, and just really um, caring about the product, caring about the music. You know, orchestral playing is its own thing. Like I said before, it's it's amazing that, you know, you can get 80 people to play together simultaneously, you know, for, for an entire symphony. That in itself is a beauty. Um, and with chamber music, it's it's a little bit different because, like you said, it's a little bit more soloistic, but also still playing with people next to you and still trying to communicate with people next to you. Um, and so it's just it's a lot of fun to to do both things. Um, and especially with this group that we have, it's 
it's even more fun. So <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> I want to take a moment just to really emphasize uh, the fact that on Sunday, September 30th at 4 o'clock p.m., that New Orchestra of Washington, or now, as as we like to affectionately call this ensemble, will present the first concert of its inaugural season. And would you all, um, Alejandro or Grace, either one, would you uh, maybe tell the listeners just a little bit more about where uh, the concert will be held and, and thing, tickets and things like that of that nature? Sure. Um, the concert will be this Sunday at 4 p.m., and all of our concerts this season are held at on Sunday at 4 p.m., um, and it will be in um, Westmoreland Congregational Church. It's right on uh, Westmoreland Circle, so very easy to get to. It's between Mass, Massachusetts Avenue and Western near American University, so very easy to get to. Um, and in terms of tickets, uh, we are, um, you can order tickets through online. Uh, visit our website, www.neworchestraofwashington.org, and click on Ticket Office, and you will be directed to the uh, page where you can see our premium uh, seating and the general seating, $40 and $25. And um, youth under 12 are free. And um, uh, children, uh, youth between t- age 12 and 19 are half price, so uh, very affordable. And we will have, um, you know, it's a celebration concert. So we will be um, ending the concert with uh, a big toast. So we have a reception champagne and, and strawberry uh, waiting for us. So um, it'll be a lot of uh, festive and celebratory experience. And I was just, the door as oh, well. sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to mention that. I just, I'm glad you mentioned the aspect about the youth and, and the children tickets because I was just going to say sometimes people uh, leave children at home because they don't feel like an orchestral uh, concert might be appropriate. But it sounds like that your orchestra is just what, you know, youth need to get a nice introduction to classical music. Oh, yes, absolutely. And we're making sure that the concerts are affordable so that everyone can enjoy them. Um, I, I think our concerts um, are very, very well-priced for what we're offering. Um, uh, people are going to come. Um, they're going to uh, have a lot of fun from the beginning to the end. They get to come to the reception. They get to, to talk with us, um, ask questions about music, about programming, about whatever they want to ask. Um, and, and again, you know, it's it's a very good deal, I think. Oh, and our we, it's very important for us that uh, the audience we have um, are also diverse as as diverse as our repertoire, in a way. I mean, we want everyone to come and enjoy the concert, and um, you know, youth and children. It's it's just one of the most important missions of this orchestra. Yeah. be exposed to classical music and 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 they grow this positive thought t- towards classical repertoire. Yeah, we're all about diversity. I mean, I'm myself I'm from from Mexico and uh Grace uh, is from South Korea. So, we have diversity in our family and we have diversity in our group as well. Um and of course our programming is is based on that that principle. So, certainly we hope to be able to uh get audiences from all all backgrounds. And if I could add something, Patrick, um, if this sure. is a if you're thinking of coming and this is your first classical music concert, 
um, this is a great opportunity because it's, you know, it's uh, all music that has a theme. It's all very palatable. Um, and if you have questions about anything, you know, you can come to the reception and come ask any of us um, and don't be embarrassed or, you know, feel bad that you don't understand a piece or you don't understand why certain instruments are played certain ways. You know, it's it's a great opportunity for people to come in as a new concert goer and feel very little stress or very little um, insecurity about doing that. So, yeah, If I How can awesome add to that. that? Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, uh, basically we're trying to get classical music away from the stratosphere where it's been for many, many years. I think in the eyes of people, um, it become it became a little bit of a uh, a medium that is not very approachable and or accessible, and we want to change that. We want to make sure that that people have fun with us because we are having a lot of fun when we're performing, and that's something that we want people to to experience as well. I think you hit a great point because, like you just said, you know, sometimes people might think it's elitist or, you know, it's way up here, I can't go. But it sounds like to me mm-hmm. I can put on my Levi jeans and, and come right to the concert. Correct. Right. Right. Sometimes we put on our <laughs> Levi jeans and we perform as well. So. Yeah. But you know I have on my bow tie, so. <laughs> yeah, that's I, true. I, I, I appreciate your bow ties, Patrick, you know that. <laughs> I want to thank you all so much uh, for sharing with us about now the new uh, Orchestra of Washington. I just want to remind people again that the concert is on Sunday, September 30th at 4 o'clock p.m. at Westmoreland. And uh, if you like Grace said, you can go on the website and get the ticket information. I'll also post it on my website. Listeners, we have been joined today by Grace Cho and Alejandro Hernandez-Valdez, the co-founders of the New Orchestra of Washington, better known as NOW, also joined by violinist Sharon Smith, who is one of uh, the is it charter members. Founders. Yeah, founders. Yeah. Founding oh, member. One of the founding members. Yeah, one of the founding members. You said you had eight founding members? Yes. Correct. Yes. Four couples oh. to be presented. Oh, so wow. You, there, there is the the chemistry we've been talking about. It's we're four couples who... Who love like, dogs. Who love dogs. <laughs> and all about the same age. We love we hanging out with each other and... and and then we create this baby together. So uh, our rehearsal process are just so much fun, actually. That is phenomenal. Again, thank you all so much for joining us today for the Artist Spotlight. Today we've been spotlighting now the New Orcs of Washington, and I just want to encourage everyone, whether you live in Washington, D.C., or maybe you want to plan a day trip to come here to our nation's capital and celebrate one of um, our newest ensembles here, the New Orchestra of Washington. The concert, again, is on September 30th, which is this Sunday. Um, very affordable prices, as you've heard. It's very accessible for youth and children. You get to see diversity in the orchestra and also hear diversity in the music. So we just want to really support uh, this endeavor. Again, you can go on the website. I'll post the ticket information. And we just look forward to great things uh, from this ensemble. Again, we have been joined by Grace Cho and Alejandro Hernandez-Valdez and also Chairman Smith. Thank you all so much. Do you have any final statement to give our listeners about why they should come to the concert? Just come to a concert. It's going to be great. It's, 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 <laughs> it's fun time. It's going to be fun. awesome. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you all so much, and I'm certainly going to be there, and I'm going to, you know, keep on supporting it. And thank you all so much for informing us about this new venture today. 
Thank, Thank you, you for Pat- having us. You're welcome. Thank Have you. a wonderful evening. Thank you. you Good night. <laughs> Bye. Again, again, you've been listening to Patrick E. McCoy, the African American voice in classical music, discussed with the co-founders of NOW, the New Orchestra of Washington, Grace Cho and Alejandro Hernandez-Valdez, about this new venture, joined also by violinist Sharon Smith, who is one of the founding members. I look forward to... Uh, supporting this endeavor, and I hope that you all can go to the concert on Sunday, this Sunday, September 30th at 4 o'clock p.m. at Westmoreland Congregational United Church of Christ in Bethesda, Maryland, and it's located on one Westmoreland Circle, very accessible, and we just hope that you'll be there. For more information, I hope that you will go and visit uh, the orchestra's website, and again, I'm going to post that information on my website. Uh, again, that information is www.neworchestraofwashington.org. Again, this has been Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice in classical music. And before I sign off, I do want to thank you all so much, so much for your support. I do want to announce that I do have a new performing arts column with Washington Life Magazine. And if you want to check that out, you can visit Washington Life Magazine at WashingtonLife.com. I'm so excited about it. There will be some additional uh, pieces in that magazine. And um, I'm just looking forward to that new opportunity. You may also follow me on Twitter at Patrick D. McCoy and also on Facebook at Patrick D. McCoy the African-American voice in classical music. Again, this is Patrick B. McCoy, the African-American voice in classical music with Artist Spotlight, celebrating and supporting the new orchestra of Washington now. Again, have a great day.